Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world. In uh, December of 2017, the first time I did my show from Radio Row at Army-Navy, that was the day before the game in Philadelphia at the Pennsylvania Convention Center there at the old Reading Railroad and um, downtown. I was uh, had the privilege of having uh, General... Robert Caslin sit down with me, the superintendent of West Point, a job that I pointed out was once held by Robert E. Lee, and I said, Robert E. Lee called West Point a den of vipers, and he said, yeah, it's a little bit different now. But uh, <clears throat> it was really cool to sit down with a general who runs West Point. Why do I bring it up? Because yesterday, Bob Caslin resigned as president of the University of South Carolina because he plagiarized a speech during graduation. He gave a speech that uh, had already uh, been done before in the military, and he basically did it word for word without crediting it. And uh, he said, trust is the most important ingredient of effective leadership, and when it's lost, it is nearly impossible to lead. I believe that is the case now between... University of South Carolina and its president, and I am sorry to have let those down. I understand my responsibilities and higher standards of senior-level leadership, and when those are not met, trust is lost, and when trust is lost, one is unable to lead. I'm also grateful for the numerous letters, tweets, and texts of support from so many students, faculty, parents, and other constituents. Your trust and confidence mean more than you know. Thank you. I only wish the best for the future of the University of South Carolina and its students, faculty, staff, and alumni. In a speech he gave, and he didn't give credit to who said it, and he has to resign over it. I remember I asked him if he ever walked the hours, which basically meant getting in trouble, and he said, I never walked the hours. That's probably how he never got in trouble the whole time he was at West Point. Anyway, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, former Tittle guest in person. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another two hours. Come on back.
Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 603 To keep his books and his sanity, he needs to find a replacement, ASAP. Hey, Johnny, have you ever heard of a fungible good? Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, uh, check me out. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Just before the Kentucky Derby, we were very uh, fortunate to have uh, horse racing aficionado guru Dick Girardi with us from betonline.ag, and uh, he is uh, back again to talk about the Preakness 
Dick, welcome back to the show. First of all, I mean, uh, the obvious question, the Medina Spirit deal and, uh, you know, the second, or I guess we're still waiting on the second test. And uh, what what happens uh, at this point uh, if uh, if it is a second positive test? Does, does the horse not race in the Preakness? What happens? So, Rick, what, ha- what will happen is if the second test comes back positive, they'll then hold a hearing in Kentucky to determine what they want to do. And almost certainly the horse will get disqualified from the Kentucky Derby win. Uh, but th- none of this is going to happen before the Preakness. Uh, the horse will get to run in the Preakness. This, this is going to take probably several weeks before we know about the test and even longer than that for the hearing to happen. So uh, is, is Medina Spirit then is going to race, and uh, let's say Medina Spirit wins um, the Preakness. Mm-hmm. And yet, it can be qualified in this race, but disqualified from the Kentucky Derby. It's not like baseball, where you're banned the rest of the way. It's a completely that, di- separate entity. That, that's exactly right. And the people at Pimlico, where the Preakness is run, when they were asked, hey, are you going to ban this horse? They said, well, wait a second. We don't know all the facts yet. We know what the accusation is, but we don't want to go say, hey, you're banned, and then find out the second test is negative. Then you know, then you can't do anything about it. So... Yeah, there's a chance this horse could win the Preakness after having won the Derby, but then be disqualified from the Derby. The one thing they are doing this week, they've done a number of pre-race tests on Medina Spirit. If for some reason one of those tests comes back positive, uh, they're going to scratch the horse. They're not going to let him run. You know, I was thinking, too, about Bob Baffert, a guy who's already in the Hall of Fame, and, and he made it sound like, oh, I can't believe this is – this has happened to me, and you know it's happened before. But then we find out that maybe it was a, a dermatitis cream that put the picograms of beta methesone or whatever it's called. And on the one hand, you feel like, well, you know, it's that's too bad this happened to Bob. Uh, he's such a great trainer. Or do you do you think no one in the world should know more than you about what's in a cream? And uh, I don't buy it. It's it's very confusing. There's no question. Um, I don't know the answer. I'll be first to admit I don't know whether which end of this is right. I'm kind of leaning at the moment, having followed Baffert's career for a quarter century. Um, and this is kind of hard to believe. I, I get it, and I know why people would be cynical and skeptical. I think it's more likely that they just made a ridiculous rookie mistake than they tried to pull something over on somebody because this isn't the drug you would use if you're trying to impact a horse's performance, it's just not. Uh, there are significant performance enhancers. This is more of a it's just it's an anti-inflammatory. It's something that athletes and, and horses use, and it's legal to use. It just can't be in the horse's bloodstream on race day. So that's kind of where I am at the moment, Rick, but subject to change with more information. But, look, if they if they gave him this cream – and didn't know that this property was in there, that's just malfeasance of the highest order. It's because the horse is going to get disqualified because you can't have it. Just, just dump. I mean, and I have a tendency in life rather than to think that people are geniuses and they come up with this incredible plan to cheat, you know, like Lance Armstrong did. I think most people are just stupid and they do dumb things. <laughs> so I lean that way till proven otherwise. But I can be wrong on this for sure. Got more questions for. Dick Girardi. I remember we were talking about Hot Rod Charlie because I had had three of those brown football players that own 
the horse, and uh, it was the show horse, and it ran well, and you predicted that uh, it would run well, and, and I guess, what, Mandolin would be the winner, and, and then uh, Hot Rod Charlie would go up to uh, the place horse, huh? That's exactly right. This uh, What would happen if they disqualify Medina Spirit? He's out of it completely, so the horses that finished second, third, and fourth would, as you said, would move up to first, second, and third. The purse would be redistributed. The $1.8 million that the owner of Medina Spirit was going to get, he's not going to get a cent. Yeah, they can't go back and give money. Can they? I mean, for people who went to the window, how in the hell do you take the money back? I mean, it's too late, right? You don't. Yeah, the rule is once the race is official, regardless of what happens later, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, it's not dissimilar. I, I don't know if there was betting on the Tour de France. I guess there is. But, you know, once Lance Armstrong got eventually disqualified, people weren't getting their money back. Same with <laughs> baseball and Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds. And you just once once the contest is over, the, the gambling is over. It's unfortunate, especially if you bet on Mandaloon at 26 to 1. You feel like you get you got wronged. No doubt. All right, let's talk about the uh, the Preakness. And I always like it's not as big a, as a field at all uh, as it was at Churchill Downs. But um, I, I'm fascinated by the horse name Ram for three reasons. First of all, I can't believe there's a racehorse just called Ram <laughs> <laughs> for a horse. Second yep. of all, it is the long shot. And third of all, uh, D. Wayne Lucas, who's, what is he, he's almost 90 now. I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Wayne likes to be in play. Uh, this horse took him seven times to win a race, and he's won his last two and gotten better. But, yeah, he's going to be a big long shot. You're going to love how this horse got this name. Lucas named him Ram because at the time he named him, Ram Trucks were a Triple Crown sponsor. <laughs> and he thought if he got the horse into a Triple Crown race, Ram would want to do something with him. Well, the only problem is Ram is no longer a Triple Crown sponsor. <laughs> so... Uh, but, yeah, that's the story behind the name, and it is Wayne. Uh, he's, he'll be a long shot. I, I don't think he can win, but, you know, that's why they run him. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we could have a horse named Prius or Mountain Dew or something. we got to be, <laughs> be careful how we name him. Um, <laughs> speaking of Baffert, obviously uh, Medina Spirit is there, but uh, tell us a little bit more about Concert Tour with uh, Mike Smith and the Silks because this is also uh, one of the favorites. So a month ago, if you said to people, all right, rate Baffert's live horses for the Derby, Concert Tour actually would have been number one ahead of Medina Spirit. Uh, but then he ran not a great third in the Arkansas Derby, so they decided, all right, we're going to pass with Concert Tour for Kentucky. And then, of course, we know what Medina Spirit did. So the rankings have changed. Look, he's a nice horse. Uh, he was unbeaten before he ran third in the Arkansas Derby. This is just me now. I think he's a little overrated. And I think he may get bet a little more than his actual performance deserves for him to get bet. Um, but Medina Spirit to me is solid. I mean, there will be people betting against him because they're going, oh, well, this, uh, this anti-inflammatory must have helped him win. I, I, I'm in no position to say if it did or didn't. I think it's more likely it did not. I think just circumstance were in his favor in the Derby. Um, so maybe Medina Spirit price will be a little better. Then it should be because some people are going to be betting, betting against them, thinking, well, you know, he had help in Kentucky. I, I'm not sure I buy that. Yeah. Last question for you. Um, unbridled honor, uh, last I looked, was uh, a 15 to 1, started off in the, the 20s. And I think people look at Todd Pletcher and he gets into the Hall of Fame first ballot. Some people think maybe this is his year. Uh, what do you think about unbridled honor as a dark horse here? Well, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting uh, cult. Um, First four races were, yeah, there was some promise there, but not nothing that you would say, hey, this horse is going to win the Preakness. 
But his last race, 10th of April, the Lexington, it was his best of his career. He finished second uh, to King Fury, who would have, would have gone in the Kentucky Derby had he not gotten sick a couple of days before. So that race is good enough to get him in the hunt. The question, Rick, is was that race a one-off? Uh, he'd never done it before. It was on a sloppy track. Is that why it happened? He was 20-1 to 1 that day. But you're certainly right about Fletcher. He's gone into the hall. He's one of the best ever. Holds a lot of records. One of the big races he has yet to win is the Preakness. Uh, and one of the reasons is he doesn't try it very often. Uh, so it's interesting that he's given unbridled honor a shot. Great stuff from Dick Girardi, a legend with the Philadelphia Daily News, Eclipse Award winner, and, of course, as I mentioned, now betonline.ag. Uh, Dick, thanks for your time and your expertise, man, and have a great time, uh, Pimlico. You got it. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. 
Want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show film director Mikey Moratini. His new film, Evil Everywhere, will be releasing on demand and on DVD on May 25th. Mikey, welcome to the show. I looked up that you're from uh, Lake Bluff, Illinois. And uh, I just wanted to see who, if there was any notable people. I didn't realize there's dozens and dozens of famous people from that Chicago suburb, isn't there? Um, I guess I guess so. Uh, Vince Vaughn went to my high school. That's like the major one, I guess, is that that's what everybody knew, is that he graduated at our high school, uh, Lake Forest High School, in 1988. Um, and my dad lived there. My dad's an actor, Mark Moratini. Very cool. No, I'm looking at Ryan Sandberg and uh, Richard Marks and uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's Tommy. There's a lot of Rob, Rob Palenka, John Paxson with the Bulls, Ryan Pace, who's now the Bears GM. Matt Nagy is the head coach. I don't, I don't know anything about that. I don't pay attention. To this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sports guy. I'm an RC RC filmmaker guy. Now your dad was on prison break. He was uh, prison guard, right? Yeah. He was a he was a CEO and he was in the first season and uh, he would kind of appear in the background but he had some you know big scenes where he got beat up by the bad guys and I don't know it's it's pretty cool back in the day I was about thirteen when that was going on mm-hmm. yeah I know I'm about your dad's age I'm feeling kind of old right now but anyway Mikey what did you learn from him and did it kind of get into your blood uh, just like, you know, I want to be involved in this, this whole genre somehow? Uh, yeah. I mean, as a little, little kid, we knew what our dad did. Like my brother's brother and sister and I, we knew what he did and I loved movies and I loved to pretend. And so I kind of put the pieces together. My dad had a video camera. I'm like, Oh, I see. So you act in front of a camera and then it ends up being a movie. And so even at age three or four, I was like, I knew what I wanted to do. I'm like, I want to make some movies. And I'd say, Dad, let's make a movie. And I'd tell him to film me and my brother playing out some little story. And I'd say, Dad, cut. Okay, this is a new scene. You know, I'd like start to figure it out. Um, so that was like age four. And then like growing up through grade school, I didn't care about class. All I really did was like envision, 
making films and stuff like that. Probably not the best thing to do in school, but uh, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't shake the bug. You know, I know I wanted to act, direct. I wanted to do art, of course. I wanted to do music. And I've just kind of consistently been doing those things as I've gotten older, you know, kind of from the ground up, just very DIY, independently, just doing these things. It's very cool. And you you love the grindhouse, right? You love the sort of the Tarantino, Sam Peckinpah. That kind of speaks to you, right? Um, I'd say I'm way more of a David Lynch fan mm-hmm. than Tarantino, but I think it was definitely because of Tarantino's grindhouse coming out and really showing me that new directors could make stuff that kind of harkens back to those old grindhouse films. I do really love 80s films in general. I'm a big, huge 1980s cinema buff, and I love B-movies. I love you know movies like Terror Vision and uh, Basket Case and Troma movies. So I, I love that sort of goofy, tongue-in-cheek sort of uh, slapstick horror stuff from back in the day. And I thought um, that I would kind of channel all my energy into just making this feature film. Um, I've already made a ton of 1980s stuff. I think that's kind of like one of my niche things that I do is just the 1980s satire. Um, And I try to do like something very uh, authentic. And, you know, I'm not poking fun at the 80s, but I'm trying to make something that sort of feels more or less, you know, uh, genuine. But it's also funny at the same time. Um, so I, you know, I was doing that for years and years and years, and it was really, I think the thing that planted that in my head that I could do these crazy kind of 80s things was that film Grindhouse, but I had already been a fan of all those things, you know, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Hellraiser, all those kinds of movies. I was already a fan, but then I thought, oh, let me start try to make some fake 1980s horror style things. Very cool. A couple more questions for Mikey Moratini. New film, Evil Everywhere, opening on the 25th. You know, I, when I think about what you were talking about, I think about the genius of Kung Fury uh, and, you know, what that grainy VHS sort of faded out ninth generation looking video. How do you sort of make a 80s looking feel outside of like clothing and cars? Um. Yeah, the clothing in the cars is really the first step. you got to make sure that what's in front of the camera is looking, you know, authentic to the time period. But for me, I, I mess around a lot with different filters. I don't have, you know, one go-to plug-in. I use a combination of different things. And for this movie, I had different uh, scratch filters and stuff. It was just like video overlays. Um, also, the color grading, the way you grade the footage really matters. Um, and I think that there are some scenes in, the, in Evil Everywhere where I think it looks you know, pretty spot on, but I think that there's a couple other scenes where, you know, the color was a little bit weird, but I did my best. I think just messing around in Premiere Pro with the different filters and things like that and getting a combination of different things happening at once. Filters, plugins, overlays, uh, real 8mm, 16mm film grain overlaid onto the entire project. Uh, and then, But then a lot of it has to do with how you're shooting it and, and the things that are in front of the camera, the, the posters in the background, the clothing, the hairstyles. I had to do the best with uh, what I was able to access. So let's talk about the plot. It's the mid-80s. There's an ancient evil, starts killing high school students <laughs> like this in alphabetical order. What happens? That's, the, uh, that's actually the intro. That's what's happened two years before the events of the movie, is that the high school class was being picked off in alphabetical order. 
Evil Everywhere is actually a sequel to a short film that I made called Power Tuto, which is an Italian slasher film, you know, in the style of uh, Dario Argento and those types of mm. directors. Uh, so it's, this is a sequel to that. So now we pick up two years later where the college or the college age kids, the former high school graduates, are now banding together again because the evil has come back. So uh, they're trying to figure out the new pattern because they're noticing that the, the kids that they graduated with are being picked off and they're trying to figure out what's, what's going on now and is this different and how can we stop it? Um, yeah, but I think it's, it's cool because it, it can play as its own thing. You don't need to see the first one, but I think, uh, I think it would help at least. But yeah, um, <laughs> and I, I play, I play the, the weird nerdy kid who happens to know everything. Which I tried to like pick off those, um, those you know, some of the cliches that you see in horror films. So it's like the weird nerdy kid who happens to know everything, and then there's the the tag along tough guy who's sort of like the more the brute force, and then there's uh, the the lead female character Julia who's kind of like the Hermione Granger. She's like she just happens to have all the skills that we need to be able to take down the killer. So um, yeah, it's, it's just it's a silly it's a silly movie, and there's a lot of. Uh, you know, crazy death scenes, and there's a lot of, you know, very surreal moments and trippy dream sequences. And I just had fun with it. I wanted to pay homage to a little bit of everything um, in one. You know, there's elements of Twin Peaks. There's elements of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. There's elements of Hellraiser. Uh, kind of everything. I was just really, you know, subconsciously taking everything that has ever inspired me and trying to work it into this. Very cool. And finally, Dylan Greenberg, Corinne Micah, Brian Harmony, the rest of the cast. No temper tantrums. Everybody went, everything went smoothly. Yeah, everything went smoothly. Actually, um, some of the cast was cast through backstage.com, and then the rest of the cast was just friends of mine or my brother or my sister or something like that. So I, just whoever was around, plus a few actors from backstage.com. You know, nobody that actually ended up in the film was any problem at all. I think everybody was super cool, considering this was shot for free. Nobody got paid. I didn't have a budget. Um, so, like, I think everybody understood at the very beginning, like, we're, like, we're making the best of this, and we're going to do our best, and this is not a professional production. Uh, so I think under that pretense, I think that everybody was just really cool and collaborative and cooperative. Uh, I did have to recast the, the lead guy, a couple of times because uh, some of those actors kept flaking on production or, you know, kind of being, you know, wishy-washy. And I was saying, hey, you know what? We have everybody else showing up. If you're not showing up, it puts all of us at a disadvantage. So it was stuff like that. But I think once everybody got to set and once I got the right people in the right roles, the things were, were went well. And, of course, it took two years to film on and off. I had to film you know, when I could, when I could. So I would do like one scene here and then the next scene, like another two weeks away. Cause I had to wait until people were free. So, uh, it took a while to do this, but I think that overall it was a fun experience. And I think that everybody who was involved is a really good sport and I'm grateful to have them on board. That's good. Backstage.com. Everybody should sign up for that too. The movie is evil everywhere from wide eye releasing. And we've been speaking to the main protagonist, the director and star Mikey Moratini. Mikey, congratulations on the film, man. Thanks for dropping by. Thank you very much. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
service has a spotless reputation. Hey, take care of the windows? Hello, this is Clay. But his business operations yes, could use a light dusting. Boy, I had you scheduled for next week. I'll just check here. No, absolutely. We will be there tomorrow. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. Freeall spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Uh, that hurts my feelings. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show Alice Wetterland. She is at Cobb's Comedy Club. Yes, it is open again. She's here Friday and Saturday. Alice, welcome back to the show. I was just looking up when you were in here in studio. It was 
2016. It's hard to believe it's been five years, but just to remind you of where you were, you signed the wall and you basically did a John Hancock and you took up the whole wall. Do you remember that? Yes, I do, Rick. Hello. Can you hear me? I can, <laughs> I can hear you. Uh, do you always sign like that or is that just you were feeling frisky? Yeah, when I sign, like, when the IRS sends me my documents, they send me, like, a big one, like a, like one of those oversized checks. So I just never learned to sign my name small. <laughs> and I guess, what do you got, 15 letters and Alice, what, are they going to send you 15 pages? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of trees, so we're trying to figure out how to do it online, you know, <laughs> E-TurboTax, whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, as I mentioned, I mean, San Francisco, obviously, you know, we're one of these towns that took the pandemic seriously. We actually wore our masks, but we're also like the last one to open stuff up. So you're basically christening the, the Cobbs 2.0. That's pretty fun. I'm so excited that I'm the first one because I can make all sorts of jokes like, is this the right thing to do? <laughs> if it isn't, I'm the guinea pig in like the cancellation station, you know, mm. which is cool. I love that. Oh, <laughs> just to get canceled. That would be amazing. Cause then I, you know, cause if you get canceled at comedy, then, then you really start to work. What do you, what do you think about all the, <laughs> about comics, policing comics? Because to me, comedy, no policing, yeah, no com- policing. comedy, Defund the police, <laughs> comedy is an art and you either like it or you don't but you don't cancel it yeah but com- we, nobody has the power to cancel anything that's not a real thing everybody says cancel oh this, you can't cancel people you can't hurt people's career but like when somebody sucks because they're telling racist jokes and they're not funny and everybody's like i don't want to buy tickets anymore everybody's like don't cancel them it's like it's weird. It's like they're making this argument that we have to continue to support comics who suck. <laughs> because otherwise we'd be canceling them. And like, well, I guess we got to go to, I don't know, it's weird. That comic like sexually harassed my wife, but I, I guess I got to go see a show because, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to cancel anybody. It's like, what? No, it's just like, whatever. Let the market work itself out. You know, I'm into free market comedy. Right. Well, it's and also the other thing is like comics, comics don't police other comics. We don't, we just don't stick up for each other. You know, if, if something goes wrong, like we're notoriously disloyal. I tweeted this yesterday. Like, if a comic gets canceled, I'm like, great, Jimmy is weekend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it's sort of like, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll just bring up. Let's see, Ari Shafir. He's been in here like three times, and. He has a lot of, you know, shock comedy. And when Kobe mm, died, mm. he basically said, about time Kobe died. And you got to understand him. And as I said, you either laugh, yeah. you either laugh and, and go see his shows, or you don't laugh right. and you don't go see his shows. You don't say, you must never be allowed to speak again. That That's what's wrong. Yeah, but nobody ever, I mean, if anybody ever says that, they're like, that's like, they must have some sort of weird God complex. Mm -hmm. But like, even if somebody's like, I think this person shouldn't deserve to work again. Even if like 40 people or like 4,000 people say it, that doesn't actually stop them from working. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, I had problems with TJ Miller and like, he still works. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather he didn't like, if somebody was like, you can press this button, he won't work again. I do it. But that button isn't real. (laughs) Like, You know what I mean? (laughs) That's the thing. 
we can't like this is comedy is a free market. You can't, you know, like people will find their audiences. You know what I mean? Look, I'm still looking for mine. <laughs> <laughs> we're speaking. We're speaking with Alice Wetterland. She is at uh, Cobb's Comedy Club Friday and Saturday. Um, you brought up TJ. He's been on the show. I I got to see him at the Strip in New York years ago as mm-hmm. well. Um, when you were here, you were on Silicon Valley and you were talking about your time and. You, listen, you've been very outspoken. You've, you've used your, your yeah. platform. You point out when you think that things need to be said. So uh, with you and the, and the, all the Silicon Valleys, the, the middle ditches of the world, where are we right now <laughs> with those guys? Um, let's see. We got uh, TJ canceled. We got middle ditch canceled. <laughs> you know. We got, you know what I mean? We're going in hot. Uh, it's a big season. We got a lot of, you know, we got a lot of good players on our side. But um, I got to say, you know, it's, uh, you know, they, they got good coaches. We got good coaches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love sports. I love sure. sports talk. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, look, I can only talk about my experience and the experiences of people that worked on that show that I know of. And, um, you know, other because of, because of what I've said, other people have come to me, you know, and been like, oh, man. I, I'm so glad you said this. And, like, that's why I talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I talk about this stuff, um, A, because I'm super, like, talkative. But also, like, I talk about this stuff because people come to me and they say, thank you. Like, I needed you to say this because I'm too, like, I'm too scared. I I worked on this and it was like that. And I felt like I was the only person in the world that, that was experiencing this. And, like, I quit my job because of it. You know, people, that's the thing. Like, people leave their jobs. Like, if you talk about cancellation, <laughs> women, like, and minorities leave their jobs. LGBTQ people leave their jobs. They give up on entire dreams because they can't exist in a place where they feel, you know, unsafe. And, like, a lot of times just, like, it's too much, you know? And, like, I'm not the person to do that, but I've had a lot of support. I've had a lot of people get my back over the years. So, like, if I didn't have all that, you know, I might have left after Silicon Valley. I might have not done anymore. You know, I might have given up because I might have been like, look, if it's like this, if people are going to treat me like this and I'm going to be made to feel like I don't, you know, like every single person I encounter in my job is going to treat me like I don't belong here, like, maybe it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But... You know, I kept going because I had a lot of support, but some people don't have that support. So I talk on behalf of those people. Yeah. We also have a lot of talent. The other thing is, Alice, I think a lot of people are just scared. Like, I don't want to be the one to talk up or I'll never get hired again. And, and the, you're, totally. you got those those brass cojones. You're like, no, I'm saying something. And that's why I think people thank you. I was diagnosed. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out two years ago with brass cojones. <laughs> And, you know, we're treating it. <laughs> hey, and uh, I, I'm, I'm running a huge risk here. You might hate me and cancel me, but I just noticed you got the, you got the, big, you got the big 4-0 coming up. I can't cancel you, Rick. I could. <laughs> I would have done that years ago. You would have canceled no, me right when you kidding. signed the I wall. I love you. No, okay. I, I, I am turning on May 16th, which is the day I leave San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And in the tradition of COVID birthdays, you know, I'm just like get like doing something very normal and getting on a plane. And it seems like this just isn't the year to celebrate our birthdays normally, you know. I was like I was so excited to have a party and it's just not I don't know. It seems weird. It seems weird to do it. 
I am going to come home and hopefully my boyfriend in here will have a big surprise planned. Just warning him. <laughs> well, the thing yeah. is, is I know a lot of people freak out about, you know, when you hit a new decade. And, you know, I'm 55, but in my head, I think I'm 26. Oh, my God. I think you don't I'm, sound a day over 27. Radio. <laughs> Back when I voted for Taft, I didn't care. He was <laughs> fat. I liked his platform. No, but I mean, it's just, it's all in your head. But I know for some people, they think, oh, no, 40, it's all over. But it sounds like you got it. You don't care. I mean, when I turned 30, I was like, oh, my God, it's all over. I'm going to be 30. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, this is amazing. You don't care about anything anymore from your 20s. All the stuff in your 20s that you thought was important, like, magically disappears when you're 30. So I'm just excited to wake up and be like, what new knee pain will bring me what emotional freedom, you know? <laughs> like, Super hip powers. Sure. One other thing I wanted to talk to you about is that since I last saw you, you've done a lot more acting, and you were on that Ryan Hansen show and I loved Party Down. I, I happen to think that, and Burning Love, I happen to think that Ryan Hansen is a genius. He just hasn't... Me too. He hasn't broken yet. Why not? The guy's handsome and he's hilarious. You know why? I actually think he... I think he's one of those who's just like, I, I like my career the way it is mm. type of thing. I really believe it. Like, having met him, having watched him work, I just think he's like, no, I want to do this stuff. That's like, like it's, it's, it's low budget. It's for YouTube. But it's like he literally can do whatever he wants. And it's like he has, this is the other thing, like you find your audience, you know what I mean? Not everybody has to be Kevin Hart or whatever, you know? Because right. it's like we can all just kind of, like I like that idea of just being like, great, I got my little corner of the world and um, I've got my fans. Like that's what's so cool. You have fans anyway. Like people who think, people still think Ryan Hansen is a genius that he has never met before. That's great. Yeah, no, he is. And you, you it's funny, you remind me of something that uh, Mark Norman told me one time. He said, you know, as much as I want to be Kevin Hart or Jim Gaffigan, I kind of like where I am, that I don't get mobbed, I don't have to do theaters, and I can still sell yeah. tickets, but I, you know, I still work every yeah. weekend. It's kind of a nice little groove. Yeah, but he's lying. <laughs> I, met, I met Mark, notorious liar. He wants to be huge. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> 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 do you know that when Mark, I started out with Mark, and he used to wear the biggest blazers. Oh my god! <laughs> he doesn't gosh. wear them anymore, but he used to wear gigantic blazers only. And like as an '80s comedian bit, it was so cool. I wish he'd keep that up. <laughs> All right. Um, before we let you go, anything in the uh, the pipeline? I know you're doing the Resident Evil stuff. I mean, Resident Alien stuff. Yeah, I am doing. Yeah, we're filming Resident Alien season two starting in July. And uh, before that, my God. Um, I have a nightly show, not a nightly show. I have a IG live show on this network on Instagram called It's On With that on Wednesday nights um, at 8 p.m. So I have different comics on. And uh, that is, yeah, 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, otherwise, I do feel like I have something that I'm forgetting, which is normal for me. Um, I guess that's what I'm going to lose when I turn 40, my memory. <laughs> By the way, I was doing a crossword puzzle this morning, just killing time, and one of the words was wetter. I mean, it's in the stars, oh. right? I mean, that, I'm. This is it. I made it. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Here we go. It was you. There she is, Alice Wetterland, or in Germany, Wetterland. And make Wetterland. sure to check her yeah. out. Cobb's Comedy Club is back. She will be opening it up. She'll be. Uh, I. I hope there's no like dead bodies and spiders and rats yeah. in there. 
No, I'll be opening limited capacity, which is what I always do, pandemic or otherwise. <laughs> and it's going to be great. I'm, I'm so excited to come to Cops. It's going to be amazing. Great stuff. Alice, uh, great having you on, and uh, hopefully we'll have you in studio again soon. Yeah. See you soon. All right. Rick Tittle with you. Come on back on Sports Bible. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. 
it's, uh, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. They, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right, uh, thank you for that. And we still have another two hour, another hour to go. Two guests: Shante Lowe, Olympic medalist for these United States, America, and Will Leach, Deadspin founder, the guy who uh, founded uh, Deadspin. That's redundant. He's the Deadspin founder, and he's the guy that founded Deadspin. He has a novel. By the way, you know they say whenever you uh, get in the tub, the phone rings. Well, whenever you have some kind of stain, you need a different type of tub. Tub O-Towels, heavy-duty cleaning wipes. I challenge you to put them to the test on your toughest messes. Make a mess. I wish you would make a mess. Because these extra-large 10-inch by 12-inch heavy-duty cleaning wipes have over 30,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Now, it is one guy who did a review and hit refresh 30,000 times. What's that? Oh, 30,000 different people. That's even better. Tub of Towels literally breaks the bond that holds dirt and grease to the surface of anything. And it's found in the hand-cleaning aisle at O'Reilly, AutoZone, Advance, Napa, and Pep Boys. And they aren't just for the hands. They start in the garage, but you know what? They tend to end up in the home. Tub of towels are proudly made in the USA, and each wipe contains aloe vera, vitamin E, and lanolin, so they're tough on messes, gentle on hands. Uh, and the vapor lock lid keeps it tight, keeps them moist. Tubatowels.com. Check it out. Tubotowels.com. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has concerns over the violence escalating in the Middle East. Israel uh, has an extra burden in trying to do everything it possibly can to avoid uh, civilian casualties, even as it is rightfully responding uh, in defense uh, of its people. Israel began to position troops along the border with Gaza Thursday as violence with Hamas continues to escalate. Hamas launched rocket attacks at Israel Thursday, leaving at least five people injured when a rocket hit a building near Tel Aviv. And an Israeli airstrike destroyed a six-story apartment building in Gaza City. 
More than 120 retired military officers calling themselves Flag Officers for America have written to President Biden to tell him his election was less than legitimate and questioning his mental acuity. In the letter, they say, without fair and honest elections that accurately reflect the will of the people, our constitutional republic is lost. USA Radio News. Is a new war with China coming? It's never been this bad, and even Henry Kissinger is warning Americans. Trade, freedom, technology, and war threats against Taiwan. China is a real threat. All this week on Newsmax TV, Grant Stinchfield looks at the real danger of the Red Dragon and why Americans must be alarmed. Stinchfield shows how Trump's policies with China worked and why Biden's are failing. So tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern to see Stinchfield's series, The Dangerous Dragon. Stinchfield tells you the real truth on Newsmax, America's fourth highest rated cable news network on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system, tell them you want it. Or get Newsmax free on your smart TV. Or tune in on Roku, Amazon Fire, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube. And millions have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphone. You can too. America is tuning into Newsmax because it's real news for real people. Authorities in Florida arrested and charged a 14-year-old boy with murder a day after the disappearance and death of a 13-year-old girl. The parents of Tristan Bailey, a student and cheerleader at Patriot Oaks Academy in St. John's, Florida, reported their daughter missing Sunday morning after she failed to return home the night before. This was not the outcome the St. John's County Sheriff's Office wanted or this community. Um, this was an exhausting search by the neighborhood, by the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. Uh, we have located a body that is preliminarily identified as Tristan Bailey. This is a grieving community, and we're going to respect that grieving community. And I ask you that you put this out there and you help us stand behind this community and let them grieve together. St. John's County Sheriff Rob Hardwick announced that Bailey's body had been found in a wooded area stabbed several times. The unnamed 14-year-old will be charged with second-degree murder. St. John's is about 23 miles south of Jacksonville, Florida. China may soon become the third country to safely touch down on the surface of Mars. On Friday, the China National Space Administration will attempt to land its rover Zurong on the Red Planet. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. The Center for Disease Control says it will update their mass guidelines when they learn more. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The nation's top health officials faced tough questions this week at a Senate hearing on the government's pandemic response. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky was asked about the agency's hesitancy to lift guidance on mask wearing, especially in outdoor settings and among people who aren't fully vaccinated. Dr. Walensky later told CNBC that the CDC hasn't updated its mask-wearing guidance because they're still waiting on more data on the real-world effects of the COVID vaccines. So we were looking for science to ensure that the vaccine works just as well in the real-world setting as it did in the, um, in the trials. We need to ensure that the vaccines are working against all of the circulating variants that we have here in the United States. We're following that carefully. And then we need to make sure that you're not an asymptomatic carrier if, in fact, you're vaccinated. So all of that science is a Emerging, that's what we're following and we will use to update our guidance. At this time, masks are required on planes, buses, trains, and other forms of public transportation traveling into, within, or out of the United States. 
GOP House of Representative leaders on Wednesday ejected Liz Cheney from their leadership ranks. Cheney says she plans to seek re-election to Congress representing Wyoming. In a statement issued after the vote, former President Trump said, Liz Cheney is a bitter, horrible human being. She has no personality or anything good having to do with politics or our country. End quote. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thanks for that. Welcome back to the show. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. What you got? Albert Pulhos has uh, cleared waivers. Duh. So uh, if anybody wants to pick him up, if he wants to play, you're going to have Anaheim. Rick, they're a cold Los Angeles. You're going to have Anaheim picking up uh, what the prorated... $30 million uh, would be 20 plus, obviously. So, do you want a guy who's over 40 and batting 198? I don't know. Maybe. We'll keep our eye <laughs> we'll keep our eye on uh, on that one. Also, around these parts, it was kind of an under-the-radar move that the Warriors got Jordan Bell back. He was a Second round pick that they bought. He came out of Oregon. I actually saw him play in the NCAA tournament at uh, the Golden Center up in uh, Sacramento. But uh, he was a very exciting young player. We had big hopes for him. And then he turned in kind of a turkey neck. And then he Draymond yelled at him. And then he was on a different team. Um, but he's only on a 10-day deal. Uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson from Castro Valley in Oakland uh, he has been converted not just to a uh, full contract, but they've signed him to a two-year deal. So, <clears throat> I mean, I like Juan Toscano-Anderson as a guy who will get five minutes a game. When he starts, I kind of think, ah, oh, crap, here we go. But that's the same thing I think about, like, in the molders of the world. So, like I said, he's a good I, – I hope he's okay as a depth piece. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay? All right. Uh, we got uh, Shantae Lowe coming up after the break. 
She's an Olympic medalist. She's getting ready to go to Tokyo, try to bring it home again for the U.S. of A. And Will Leach, founder of uh, Deadspin, he's written a novel. The novel's called How Lucky. Ah, let's see what's going on there. Uh, we're on American Forces Radio Network worldwide. Proud to be there. If you're in the, the military, I'm on your side. Stay safe. Come home soon. Keep up the good work. Everybody else, come on back. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Titillating Sports. With Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports. With Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key. So handsome. He's a genius. 
Not very humble, apparently. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show Olympic medalist Shante Lowe. She is here on behalf of Olay and Walgreens. We'll get to that in a second. Shante, welcome back to the show. And we already talked about you going to four Olympics. So we're getting ready for a fifth Olympics. That is absolutely amazing. How's the training going? It's going really, really good. Um, you know, just having the support of Olay Walgreens, like you said, and P&G, helping me put a training facility in my backyard. Um, and, you know, I haven't had to miss a day of training except for that small bout with chemo, uh, chemo uh, COVID. <laughs> but other than that, we're on track. We're, we're doing good. Well, um, Shantae is a high jumper, which I forgot to mention. And I would think that uh, setting something up in your backyard um, it, it, would I be insulting to say that you don't need a whole heck of a lot of room to do that? Yeah, you do not need a lot of room. You just have to have enough um, rubber for to run my J. So I'm that's high jump. So when you run, jump up and go backwards over the bar, not with the pole. That's the pole vault. So a lot less equipment <laughs> needed. <laughs> Still doing the Fosbury flop. You haven't reinvented it. No, I think that anybody not doing the Fosbury flop is not jumping very high. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you mentioned uh, chemo, and we know that you survived uh, a, a breast cancer. I mean, you really have been a picture of perseverance. What what has it meant to, I mean, obviously survive for yourself and your family, but when other people sort of reach out and, and talk about what you what you have meant to them? Yeah, it, it brings me to tears, and it humbles me every day. And even when I was going through the entire process, um, I think about well, one biggest prayer was that I never forget how I feel in that moment because there was a lot of, um, perspective, a lot of understanding what's important and what I should emphasize in my life and what I should minimize. And so for me, I've always been one to face challenges head on, starting with battling that aggressive form of breast cancer. And then I had the double mastectomy, which, you know, for a woman is very challenging and then competing on the world's largest stage as an Olympian. So my goal throughout this whole entire process is to continue to inspire women to pursue their goals no matter what they face, no matter what adversity may come their way. That's absolutely crucial, yeah. And the other thing, too, is, I mean, obviously you're a world-class athlete, and after a scare like that, you talked about, you know, trying to budget your time uh, more uh, efficiently or just uh, more meaningfully. Yeah. But what, what what do you do now as far as your body health and wellness as, as an Olympian and as just a regular person? I've completely changed. So, you know, before I really focused on what I wasn't, putting in my body. Like I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't eat fried foods. I don't. And I, it was all of the negatives, like the, the things that I didn't do, but I did not really put an emphasis on the things that I was doing, the positive things that I was doing to support my health and my overall body wellness. So like now I, I went completely vegan. The majority of my diet is consists of green vegetables, um, um, fresh foods, um, not a lot of preservatives and stuff like that. But as far as like externally, um, I put a huge focus on what I'm putting on my body and, and on my skin. And I think that really started when um, during chemotherapy, I went outside and for the first time in my entire life, I burned within minutes in the sun. And I think a lot of people in our country go through that, but I had never experienced that. Mm. And so I knew, knew that I needed to really care for my body and do something different. So I started using the Olay Regenerous Whips that had an SPF of... Um, 25, as well as the um, Olay Collagen Peptide that was a moisturizer that was really, really good for my skin and, and some deep hydrating serum. And I was 
that was all new for me. So just being able to have such amazing products to take care of that problem, as well as seeing that Olay and Walgreens were committed to helping women make informed decisions about their skin, it was a great um, way for us to partner as I was going for the Fifth Olympics. It's very cool. I think I need an SPF of around 200, actually. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a couple more questions for Shante Lowe. I just think about how hard it is, um, you know, to, just to make the Olympics and then, you know, taking a year off and and having a, a daughter and, and then another daughter uh, and then coming back. And because uh, I know women who have babies would say that, you know, I don't feel like my organs went back to where they were before. They got, <laughs> they got pushed all out of shape. So um, what does that mean to you to come back from that? And, you know, with Mother's Day this weekend, too. Yes. So, um, you know, for me, I so I had my first daughter in 2007, um, at the end of 2007, like in one well, the summer. And then immediately I pushed, like really jumped into training for the Beijing Olympic Games. And I gave it everything that I had. And by the time I completed in the Beijing Games, I had a nursing one-year-old, um, tw- like literally like 12 months, <laughs> to the, almost to the day. And um, I felt so empowered because it was such a hard um, task to be able to carry my daughter and then get back in peak world championship um, shape in such a short period of time, but it made me feel strong. And so then when in 2011, we had a surprise daughter <laughs> and the Olympics once again was, was within months, um, the 2012 Olympics in London. And so just really finding a, a winning formula that um, helped me deal with my mental wellness, my physical health, and then peak performance was huge for me. But after figuring it all out from the first pregnancy, being able to do it again was a lot easier. And I, and now when women that are athletes get pregnant, a lot of times they call me like, what did you do? How do you come back? What do you do? And I, I tell them, look, look, you're not injured. Your body was made for this, but you have to be patient and love yourself and take it one day at a time. Let your body tell you how much you could do. You know, I was thinking about how dominant you've been in the high jump. And I think about a a guy like I've had on the show, Edwin Moses. It was just the four hundred, the four hundred, the four hundred meter hurdles. That was going to be him every Olympics or Al Order. Yeah. He's going to be the discus guy every Olympics. So, is it the thing where uh, we don't have a lot of young high jumpers up and coming? Or are you just so dominant that you know every nineteen year old that tries to take your job, you just squash them? <laughs> no, so. It's actually the opposite. Our high jumpers have been so multi-talented where we had a Destiny Hooker um, that I was looking to watch her come up in the ranks. And she actually ended up playing professional volleyball overseas and had an amazing career. And so she was so talented that she got pulled elsewhere. And then you have a Brigida Barrett who actually got the, a medal in 2012. She came back and got a medal in the world championship, but she's also an amazing actress. And she decided to actually retire to work on the front lines and pursue a degree in nursing. And so that's what she's doing now. And I keep up, keep up with all of them because they're like my babies. And then <laughs> um, right now we're so excited because we have Randall Cunningham's daughter who is, you know, I am watching her. And I think, you know, for years I was looking at my American record, like not wanting it to get broke, but I'm actually looking at anticipation because I feel like we've created a legacy of high jump in, in, in the U.S., that I believe that she could really carry the torch on. So I, I actually think I will be excited to see when she breaks that record because she's so deserving and such an amazing athlete. And I think that's one of the things that's changed inside of me internally where 
I care more about lifting everyone up and not just so much about going out and trying to get mine and not really thinking about other people. Um, I'm still going to do the best that I could possibly do. And now I compete against myself and not others. I don't have to be better than others in order to be great. If that makes sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. um, no fans. Uh, are you kind of uh, trying to think about, you know, no family and friends at the Olympics? You're just going to have to get on with it, right? Yeah. You know what? The great thing about it is I think because there'll be no fans, there might be a lot more leniency when it comes to technology. You always look at, you know, Japan, especially Tokyo, and you see they have all these amazing technological advances. And so, um, you know, being able to carry um, people with us on social media and, different platforms, maybe even have Zoom interactive um, meetings and take people behind the scenes, I think they're actually going to get a more up-close and personal look than they would have been actually being there. Of course, obviously, you want to be in the stadiums and and cheering and filling the atmosphere, but because that's not possible, I think that you know being able to use technology is going to be a, a definitely um, a close second to actually being there. Very cool. So finally, uh, for more about uh, Olay and uh, Walgreens, uh, what do, where do we go? Yes, yeah, so you can go on to walgreens.com and, and just check out some of the stories of amazing women that have faced um, various types of adversity as well as walgreens.com. Um, sorry, go to walgreens.com and you can check out some of those products that I was talking to you earlier that helped me out so much um, mm-hmm. during my cancer journey. That's Shante Lowe, everyone. Hey, best of luck. And, uh, you know, as I said, you fly the flag for all of us. So uh, we really appreciate all your hard work and uh, good luck. Thank you. You're quite an athlete yourself. I did a little research on you. All right. Thank you. Well, maybe back in the 80s. All right. Thanks, Shante. Appreciate it. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. 
With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Thank you for that. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Will Leach coming up in the next segment. Lines are available right now at 1-800-878-PLAY. You ain't got no alibi, you ugly. On uh, Twitch, Sports Bylines, check it out, twitch.tv. It's all free. I'm so fine. On the uh, stream chat, though, I uh, got a message uh, from Pedro, P-A-Y-D-R-O. Tittle, huge fight this past weekend, drew 70,000 live fans. Canelo Alvarez is boxing's king. I'll take your word for it. <clears throat> yes. Things are uh, opening back up again, aren't they? Just a tad. Uh, by the way, uh, I wanted to mention, before we get back into all the fantastic sports talk, intriguing, uh, educating, I want to talk about the original rust eater, Joe Klecko. No, free all, deep penetrating oil. Industrial strength free all spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts, freeing them with ease. The three-part formula delivers three times more lubricant. It takes less spray, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil to get the job done. Free oil is also body shop safe, which means it's safe on paint, plastic parts, and is silicone free. And uh, give it a try. You can find it at AutoZone, O'Reilly, Napa. You can also find it in uh, Walmart. 
and uh, some of the things that you can free up, rusted notes and bo- nuts and bolts, exhaust manifold removal, threaded pipe connectors, pillow blocks, corroded U-boats. Wait, that's a submarine. U-bolts and brake caliper removal. Once again, free all deep penetrating oil. You got it? All right. <clears throat> Abraham Lincoln freed us all in more ways than one. Rick, that's something else. It is. Uh, welcome back, though. one 800 play The uh, Pac-12 uh, made a little uh, announcement in the last hour that looks like they finally have a new commissioner to replace Larry Scott, who uh, did not cover himself in glory on the way out the door. But uh, he'll be the new commish. He's going to take over on July 1st uh, after Larry Scott walks out the uh, the door. <clears throat> Larry Scott was let go in January, but he stayed on to, uh, I guess, because they were paying him. <laughs> um, he uh, This new guy is named George Klyavkov, or Klyavkov, Klyavkov. Let's go with George Klyavkov. Now that's dumb. Klyavkov. What do you think? Klyavkov? Clyde Dominic's like, don't ask me. You're the Euro snob, Rick. George Klyakov. He, um, if you've never heard of him, you're not alone because he has nothing to do with college sports. He was president of entertainment for MGM Resorts. He has held that position the last three years. He has been on the WNBA's board of governors. He has worked for Bet MGM. And he has worked for Cirque du Soleil as well. Were you the purple bird that jumped from the... No, not in that capacity. He said, I am thrilled to be the Pac-12 commissioner. This is a challenging time for intercollegiate athletics. But I believe these challenges also create significant opportunities. I loved being a student athlete. And I'm passionate about the doors that college sports and higher education open for young women and men. My job at the Pac-12 will be to help manage the balance between continued academic excellence, student-athlete well-being, and an even higher level of athletic achievement. End quote. Well, I know at Stanford, which always wins the President's Cup, what's that? That's the most national championships. They were getting rid of, uh, what, like six, eight, seven sports, nine sports. They're still trying to see if they can keep that in, especially when they have like a $3 billion endowment. <clears throat> if you don't know what an endowment is, it's basically a big core of money that you just live off the interest. Anyway, um, Klyavkov was formerly vice president of business with MLB Advanced Media for three years. He was chief digital officer at NBC Universal for two years. He was a board member and interim CEO at Hulu for two years. He was also a board member for A&E Network for three years. And the president of Oregon, I thought they had governors. I mean, University of Oregon. Michael H. Schill. He's such a shill to the man. He was the chair of the five-member search committee, saying, At each step of his career, George has navigated complex, quickly changing environments and has been a successful consensus builder. 
George is a visionary leader with an extraordinary background as a pioneering sports entertainment and digital media executive. And we are delighted and honored that he has agreed to become our next Pac-12 commissioner. He is the prototype for a sports commissioner. While George has deep sports experience, his biggest asset is his ability to listen, connect with diverse groups, find common ground, collaborate, and navigate an evolving landscape. We believe George's overall skills and experience will become even more prevalent in college sports leadership. Now, have you noticed when Larry Scott said, I'm going to go get Texas and Oklahoma and we're going to be a Pac-12 and we're going to have a network and we're going to have a championship football game. And he came back, he went to the store for Oreos, came back with Hydrox. He came back with Utah and Colorado. Womp, 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 womp. And the Pac-12 network has not been a financial success. So you can see what they're doing here. They're hiring TV boy who has worked a little bit in sports. Uh, on paper, this is, looks like a good hire to me. Um, but the other thing is the popularity in sports gambling has increased over the last five years with a lot of states allowing it now. And with Klyovkov's ties to MGM Bet, this could be another indication that the Pac-12 has taken a more proactive approach to betting on college sports. And as I said, streaming, entertainment, this is a very forward-thinking decision. But as I said, it's a tumultuous time for the conference because, uh, you know, the Pac-12 network didn't match up with the SEC, Big Ten, and the ACC. And listen, how many schools are crazy about their sports in the Pac-12? I mean, outside of Eugene and the alums, who cares about Oregon, Right. It's just, that's the way it is. Who has the national lure? USC? Okay, who else? Bueller? Bueller? Rick, Tucson is a place where... The Pac-12 also hasn't put a team in the college football playoffs since Washington five years ago. They've basically become irrelevant in major college athletics. (laughs) Say, Rick, they just had a Final Four team... The national championship with the women were both Pac-12 schools. I know. Irrelevant is a little bit harsh, I have to say. But you think, what are the first steps? Look, you can do all you want with TV. No one's going to watch unless there's something worth watching. And it's cool that you're doing Utah at Washington State women's volleyball on the network. Who's going to watch outside of a parent or a family member or a boyfriend or a recruiter, right? What you have to do is you have to keep the Najee Harris's in the Pac-12 because a guy like that who was the best running back in the nation when he came out of high school five years ago, he went to Alabama and he's um, about uh, 45 minutes north of Oakland. You know, that, uh, that young man normally when I was growing up, would have gone to UCLA or USC. Um, And then if you were kind of good, you went to Cal or Stanford. But uh, you got to keep those guys in state. So it's to me, it's about the athletes. If you still lose all the athletes to the SEC, what the hell is the commissioner going to do? What's he going to do? I don't know. But I wish him luck. That is the conference out uh, these parts. 
All right, uh, when we come back, we'll speak with uh, Will Leach. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. Now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Freeall. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. Freeall spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Superstart batteries exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts are designed to meet the electrical demands of today's vehicles. Get dependable power and performance from a Superstart battery for your car, truck, motorcycle, lawnmower, boat, and more. Our professional parts people can help you find just what you need. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Guest of Sports Byline, stay across the bay at the Lodge at Tiburon. Just steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. With a dedicated staff prepared to cater to your every need and modern and resort-style accommodations, the Lodge at Tiburon is a wonderful place to call home during a visit to the Bay Area. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068 or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards.
must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Will Leach. Uh, sports writer and uh, author uh, as well. He has uh, his fifth book, which has just come out from Harper Publishing, called How Lucky. Will, welcome to the show. I know that this book is uh, set in uh, Athens, Georgia, and uh, is that not where you live now? That is correct. It's a total coincidence. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, yeah, it, uh, uh, it is where I live. I've, uh, I grew up in central Illinois. I lived in New York City for a while, but I've been here about uh, about eight years. I, I can't imagine really being anywhere else at this point. Now, and when you wrote Catch, that was about Mattoon, and that's where you grew up in Illinois, right? Correct, yes, about an hour south of the University of Illinois, uh, two hours from the closest airport, which I think is the way everybody liked it. <laughs> <laughs> when you were growing up, did you just fight in the Illini? Was, was that your team, and you always wanted to go there? Oh, yeah, there's no question. That Lou Henson, old Kenny Battle, Kendall Gill, Marcus Liberty, uh, Nick Anderson team. That was, uh, you know, in all the games back then, they were all on the local CBS station. There was no ESPN Plus or Big Ten Network. And so all the games were just on, like every, every Illini game, they'd interrupt whatever they're supposed to be on and just play that. So out in kind of farm country in Illinois, that was Illinois basketball. Lou Henson was, uh, was the hero, and Bob Knight was just about the, the worst bad guy you could possibly <laughs> invent. In Illinois back then. So the Lou do was that a comb over or a toupee? Uh, you know, it's, I think it's the rare hairstyle that may have been both. <laughs> I feel like he found a certain kind of magic that he was able to get in there. It was really something. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was funny too because that was a very Lou Hinton thing to to have that hair. Is to you have to be you have to work in a world of either basketball or like accounting. And so he, you have to have a lot of power or none to sport that hair that, that hairstyle. I thought that was kind of kind of amazing. All right, uh, as I mentioned, you've published four other books. Uh, taking a foray into the the fictional world, tell us about this novel. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, called How Lucky, and it, t- it does it takes place in Athens, Georgia. It's about a man named Daniel who is 26 years old, and he's actually suffering from a, uh, a disorder or a disease called spinal muscular atrophy, which is a, a real disease that is, that, uh, is probably best described loosely as, a, uh, as ALS for kids. It's a really horrible, horrible disease. It's actually my son's best friend has it. That's actually one of the things that inspired me to write the book. And it's kind of a rear window sort of story where he is out on his front porch one day and witnesses a woman who he thinks being abducted, but he isn't sure. And so he kind of investigates it's difficult for him because not only is he severely disabled, he actually is unable to speak. So, so it makes it like very hard for him to uh, to kind of like decipher what's going on. But it also is about a little bit about the, the idea of connection and trying to figure out like where your place in the world is. And one of the things that's kind of a big thing about Daniel, I, would, I think, it's one of the major appeals of the book for people. He is relentlessly, almost absurdly optimistic. He's like this incredibly. Uh, you know, he's had this difficult life, but it actually is has made him have kind of more appreciation for the world and its places. And I, and I think that hopefully people will, will have, so far, have generally reacted very positively to kind of who Daniel is and kind of how he attacks the world a little bit. No, it's a, it's a fascinating book. And, uh, I mean, obviously we got the, you got the inspiration from your, your son's friend, but, um, do you, uh, obviously there, there are people who say, you know, your fan base is like, oh, I wanted a book on Stan Musial. I didn't want this. I mean, it's like, this was, this was something that you, that just spoke to you, huh? 
Yeah, you know, I've always, I've, I've written I've written like some fiction in the past, but it's been you know I really wanted to tell kind of this story specifically about Daniel, and I understand that uh, I'm known for sports, and I listen. I I have not stopped writing sports. Like mm-hmm. to me, you know, this is one of the fun things to be able to do this. But you know, I de- I definitely did not know. Uh, it was kind of a risk. I just kind of wrote it and gave it to my agent. There was a very real possibility he could have picked this up and said, let it and be like, you know. Maybe we should just stick with ghostwriting Adam Wainwright's autobiography <laughs> at some point, which would have been fine. That sounds like a really fun job. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it was certainly a fun thing to be able to do. But I did make sure, that at least at some nod to my sports uh, to my sports roots and really my sports now, uh, you know, the book takes place in Athens. I was definitely not going to have a book take place in Athens, Georgia, over the span of one week and not make it a game week. It had to be a game week. You know, and obviously I wrote this before the pandemic. We edited it during the pandemic. But, you know, they had college football last year, but there was no tailgating, in yeah. my opinion, that without tailgating, you do not really have college football, so I hopefully it's a, a hearkening back to when they did have tailgating, and I think we're going to have it this year, and I think that, that that's when I feel like the sports world will truly be back. No doubt. A couple more questions for Will Leach, the author of How Lucky, which is uh, out. When when you were at um, Deadspin, and then you, you made the move to, to New York City, you know, a lot of us, you know, I'm from the Bay Area and you kind of think we kind of think of New York as the big leagues like you might think from being from, you know, sort of the Chicago area as well. What was that like for you when you went to the Big Apple? Yeah, well, uh, to be honest, I starved for about four years. So <laughs> I think that's, that's the way it kind of works, right? You know, you you go out there and I'm like, I'm a young, hungry writer. And, I, and the city is just desperate to hear my voice and <laughs> everything that I have to offer. And the city just, of course, yawned like it does for them. Everybody that feels like they're going to come in and take it over. And so I think it was good for me, though, because you know, I think that I, I, like a lot of young writers and a lot of young really anything, had a very uh, over view of my own importance and talent, and New York disabused me of that very quickly uh, in a way that I think was good for me, because I, you know, I think that, for me, my general philosophy is writing of writing is that you just kind of have to shut up and do it. I, I always remember when I first moved to New York, the number of people that were like, I would, I would ask them what they do, and they're like, oh, I'm a writer. I'm like, well, what do you write? And they're like, well, you know, I'm thinking of working on something <laughs> at some point, maybe, and, you know, it's for me, you know, I'm, I'm from the blog world. I'm also from, like, you know, the old journalism and newspaper world. For me, you just have to make stuff. Like, that, that's the job description. And so uh, certainly uh, I found very quickly that a lot of people said they wanted to be writers but didn't want to go through, like, you know, the trouble of doing the actual, you know, ugly work of writing. So that was kind of my advance from the get-go. It was actually, like, the one thing that made me stick out there was, ironically, kind of my Midwesternness. the idea that I would just sit down and, you know, my mom's a... My mom is a nurse, and my dad's an electrician, and they, they don't sit there and be like, hmm, am I inspired to take care of this patient or to turn this power back on today? Or they show up and get to work, you know, and I think that, that that really helped me when I got there. No doubt. And you, you speak of the Midwest, because I always heard, you know, growing up that, uh, you know, before World War II and even after, it was like, if you lived in the Midwest, you either got the Cubs or the Cardinals on your radio, and you just picked one of those two teams, and then thereby the rivalry started. What was it like for you between those two teams? Yeah, you know, Matt is about an hour south of Champaign on I-57, and as you go north, that starts to become less red and more blue when it comes to the in Cardinals Cubs country, anyway. It might be the opposite. I guess it's probably the same in politics. But uh, <laughs> certainly, uh, uh, one of the things I loved, actually, about living in, in that tune was, and I think this is a good lesson for everyone in sports, 
one of the strange things when I moved to New York was, like, Yankees fans truly and deeply despised Red Sox fans, <laughs> and vice versa. And it was very strange to me because it was, it was all very provincial. It was New York stinks and Boston stinks. And it was weird for me where I grew up because I grew up in the exact same town as a bunch of Cubs fans, just like they grew up in the same town as a bunch of Cardinal fans. So the idea that, like, there was, I, I've noticed particularly in, like, an online age, there is definitely the idea that, like, not, if you cheer against my sports team, if you don't cheer for my sports team, not only am I going to root against your team, there's something wrong with you, <laughs> fundamentally. And it always struck me as very strange. I mean, it, I, I went to the University of Illinois where there's definitely more Cubs fans than there, than there are Cardinals fans, and it always struck me as weird, the idea that, like, Wait, also, we're both Illini fans. Like, we're all generally on the same side here. It wasn't really until I got older until I realized that, wow, like, Giants and Dodger fans, like, truly hate each other. <laughs> like, they truly not only hate each other, but, like, see them as opposite sides in some lar- battle that is somehow larger than sports. And so I, 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 think, the, I think online has, the, the online world has, has inherently kind of polarized everybody in a certain kind of way. But, uh, I don't know, to me, the fun of sports is being able to, Sit, uh, watch, sit and watch a Cardinals Cubs game with a friend of mine who's a Cubs fan and therefore inherently wrong, uh, but nevertheless uh, someone that we get to sit and enjoy the game. And at the end, I'm happy or he's happy, and then we move on with our lives. To me, that that's what sports is supposed to be. I think it's actually one of the reasons it's so valuable and one of the reasons I love it so much. No, no, it's very well said. And speaking of the Cardinals, and I'm about 10 years older than you, I remember when I was in college in the 85 series, I, I rooted for St. Louis because Willie McGee's from my hometown of Richmond, California. So, but for you, who was who was your guy? I mean, it's easy to say Ozzie Smith, like the Sklar brothers, but I mean, who was your guy? Yeah, it was actually two guys. One of which was actually Willie McGee. Willie McGee was I. I, I it, this gets forgotten a little bit, but like I think it's a, you make a pretty strong argument that Willie McGee was as popular, if not more popular, in St. Louis than Ozzie Smith. I think that he like Ozzie was the star, but Willie was St. Louis. They're still. There's still a retire 51 movement for his jersey in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, so it was him and the other guy. I was a catcher, so Daryl Porter, yeah. who actually was the MVP of the 82 NLCS and World Series. He actually died tragically a few years ago, and he he was he was very Midwestern. Like like there were all these different kind of players, and there were, you know all these speedsters and all these like and all all these like fun players the Cardinals had. But Daryl Porter was an old thick catcher. He had those like eighties glasses that were like four feet <laughs> yeah. thick. And uh and you know and, and he had he's just wide and generally he's definitely not someone when you run into the street be like, oh well you're a professional athlete. That's very obvious to me. So I I kinda love that about about Daryl Porter. So because I, I also at the age of eleven did not look like a professional athlete. So that's a, that made me feel a little bit better too. <laughs> Yeah, he had those those big old plastic. It's, but back then we didn't have we didn't have the type of rec specs or you know Oakleys that you had to wear those goofy glasses. Yeah, he had but he had biology teacher glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's great. And you know, to me that 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 there's something very corny and awkward, which is to say very real about players like that back in the eighties. Yeah. You know, you always see these you always see these guys that picture the guys in the dugout where they're like smoking a cigarette or something. And I'm against smoking, just to be very clear. But there was something about, like, I think there's no question that athletes, I wouldn't say they felt more relatable, because I don't think it's, I, I'm wary of saying that. I think today's athletes are, are regular people in a lot of ways, too. But these athletes, like, looked like regular people <laughs> in a lot of ways. But now, yeah. I don't see, I don't think, I don't think we, uh, they looked like regular people. And, and that's good. I think baseball's better because of it. But I do think there was value in, in that, I think. 
Yeah, there's no doubt. In baseball, you can still be short and fat or whatever. You don't have to look like a star. Um, last question for you. We just have about a minute. And I don't even know if you can say this on the radio, but was there ever a guy in the Cardinals that you were like, ugh, I can't wait till he leaves? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I always find this amusing because the guy that took over for Mark McGuire after Mark McGuire left St. Louis was Tino Martinez. And I know in New York, Tino Martinez is the most beloved player. They all love him. But, man, when he got to St. Louis, he very obviously did not want to be there and was very upset <laughs> that he had left New York. And he showed it, and they let him know. It is very, very difficult to be booed in St. Louis. <laughs> it's extremely <laughs> difficult to be booed. And Tina Martinez, who, again, is beloved in New York, yeah. is the exact opposite of that in St. Louis. Great stuff from Will Leach. Make sure to check out the book. It just came out this week. It's called How Lucky, available from Harper Books. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Congratulations on the book, and hopefully we'll catch up soon. Of course. My pleasure. Anytime. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and 
I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. All right. Uh, thanks for that. And uh, some interesting guests today. Good stuff. Uh, tomorrow, I believe uh, Jan Wall will join us. We'll get a little uh, movie talk. You might have seen a headline today that the Green Bay Packers have signed Blake Bortles, former first-round pick. Remember him with the Jags? Uh, Blake Bortles, I believe, last year was the backup in Buffalo. Is that right, Dominic? Blake Bortles. I think he was Josh Allen's backup. Maybe I'm wrong. He was somewhere. Uh, Rams backup, thank you. Who was the – there was somebody goofy backing up in uh, Buffalo last year. Eh, I forgot. Anyway, um, so he's going in there, and Jordan Love is like, oh, great, looks like I'm third string again. But I like when it says, the move is reportedly not linked to the Aaron Rodgers situation. Well, duh. What? He's like, well, Aaron Rodgers wants to leave. We'll just start Blake Bortles. They're just bringing in a guy because they need a guy. That's all it is. So anyone who thinks that Blake Bortles is now the starting quarterback, you can burn your Green Bay Packer tickets right now. (laughs) And if you're Jordan Love, you shouldn't be scared. You go, look, if I can't beat out Blake Bortles, then I deserve to be third string. But, uh, I don't know, somebody will take the headline and go, oh, this means Aaron Rodgers is gone. No, it doesn't. I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up next is Sports Talk. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.